0: Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, I've had a lot of time over the weekend to think about everything that we talked about last week. Of course, the the Ben Roethlisberger deal going down, the Steelers getting under the salary cap. And I'm doing some reading and research and and some things of that nature. And um, I I really think that when the Steelers – the Steelers are in a situation here where people talk about, um, you know, the Steelers – the best player available versus the, the needs. needs and yeah, those yeah, kind yeah. of things. The Steelers are kind of in a situation this year. They got, they've got they got Ben Roethlisberger coming back for one season. Yes. And that's it. It's, oh, one, sure, it's sure. one year and that is it. It's done. Um, and so they're in a situation here. it's kind of the perfect storm where the need versus the best player available versus – win now for the future
2: yeah. versus now it's a real it's all, crossroads
0: yeah it's all right here in front of them mm-hmm. it's a
2: really interesting offseason and season i think yeah. for me
0: i mean your biggest your biggest needs on this team are offensive lineman and a running back
2: agreed right
0: but those also are long term needs they that's, are. Not just, that's not just right. short, that's not, not just a short that's not just a hey win right. now kind of thing you need that for the long term as well because 2 years from now when you're when you're breaking in a new quarterback Nice Whoever it would be, yeah, it'd be nice to have a running game. be yeah. nice to have an offensive line to block for. Exactly.
2: <laughs> no question about it. And that helps you win for today, too. And it also I mean, helps win now. In a way, the worlds are colliding in a good way right? for that way because you can probably do a little bit of all the above. You know, I mean, usually when you try to ride the fence between the future and now in sports or especially football because I don't know really anything about the other sports, it's really hard to do. And that doesn't mean there's going to be a Super Bowl you know, champion next year, but you can – Kind of do both, you know. Prepare for the next quarterback, not even knowing who that person is, while making you better today. It's kind of an interesting situation.
0: It is, and and uh, I wanted to really talk about that even more in this segment of, of the drive. Uh, of course, you can follow us, uh, you know, wherever you can subscribe to. To uh, wherever you subscribe to your podcast, sure, please sure. please do that. Subscribe to subscribe to all the uh, Steelers Nation Radio podcasts, but uh, especially this one. Wow, of <laughs> leave, <laughs> um, us leave us a good review while uh, you are at it. Absolutely, leave us a good review. But you know, it, we've seen in the past where the Steelers would take. A high upside guy in the first round, right, right. Uh, A Bud Dupree. Mm -hmm. Uh, You take a chance on an Artie Burns. Well, he's you know he's he's not a finished product yet. We think he's young, but he you know he's still all long and athletic, and we'll turn him into something. Hopefully, turn turn him into something. This isn't a year to do that, but I don't know that you have to do that as much with running backs and offensive linemen necessarily.
2: Well, I think the tackle offensive line's a little different. Yeah, I think if you're going to take a tackle high, a day one or two guy. He could be a swing for the fences type, a Cosme. Or, but you know, here's the here's the like problem
0: that. with some of these guys is that a lot of them, like Jalen Mayfield mm-hmm. or uh, the kid from uh, Tevin uh, Jenkins,
2: yeah, right, 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 opted
0: out. Well, yeah. So you've you've seen uh, like Mayfield's only played 15 college games. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, not less a fin- to go he's on. nowhere near a finished product.
2: Right, they're 100 true, and there's going to be a lot of prospects. So this do
0: year. you you know because there's so many at that position. Do you okay? Well, these are the guys who are rated here, but uh, there's a, there's a lot of unknown there. And We heard Kevin Colbert say last summer when we t- when we spoke to him, uh, this was before any of the opt outs happened, that you know they would look at the guys who opted out a little bit differently because they didn't have tape on them. Sure. So question, know, right. the guys, uh, Walker Little, for example, oh, a bunch. Really there's brutal, a bunch right? of offensive tackles in this in this draft class that opted out this year. Uh, you know that that you really don't know much about. In terms of okay, how did he progress? How how much stronger did he get? Did he improve his footwork from from two years ago? What kind of you have shape no is idea he in now. You yeah, know? I mean, like,
2: um, it's, it's funny. Like uh, for our triple take series, I was really digging into defensive linemen this weekend, and um, the LSU Shelvin. Yeah, he uh, opted out this year. I mean, he's an old school nose tackle. He's a huge human being, monster. And obviously, they're gonna someone's gonna see him between now and then, and they'll say they're, they'll put him on a scale. But what's he been doing? You know, like right. one of his big knocks is conditioning, weights. You he know. may have, been,
0: you know, he took the year off. He may have spent that entire year in the gym for all we know. He might be or in wrong, the weight room. Right.
2: Or he might have got the 380 and right. trimmed it back. Or, you know what I mean? Like there's no progress reports. And, you know, as well, I was paying attention to Rousseau, the, the edge guy. Right. He's a receiver turned defensive end.
0: Unbelievably athletic.
2: Unbelievably athletic. Had a monster year as a new defensive end, basically, and then opts out all year. And his teammate tears it up at Miami, you know, who transfers from UCLA. I mean, like, it's a hard process, you know, unwinding all these things.
0: I did see something. uh, I can't remember exactly where I saw it. It might have been in Peter King's piece uh, today where um, I think uh, he was talking to Daniel Jeremiah, and Jeremiah says he only has 24 players with first-round grades. Okay.
2: See, I. It's the first I heard that.
0: And then, and then there's about, and most of those are offensive players.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. It's, I mean, there's not many of the there's edge guys. The, the, yeah, the defensive the guys years.
0: aren't as good this year. No, that's not as great. As I miles. mean, even if you look at the uh, no D tackles, you look at the defensive tackles. The kid from Alabama, Barmore wrong. wasn't even a starter for Alabama. Mm-hmm. He was, a, he was a rotational player. Right. Yeah, exactly. play? I mean, can you take him in the first round as, as a rotational? They didn't start him in, his own, as, in college. I mean, any other school would be a starter. Absolutely. But... but <laughs> yeah, I want starters. Yeah. Right. I mean... What's I he going to do when he has said, to play 60 snaps in a game? He's never done it. He's never done it. And
2: why would they even ask him? Because they got a five-star behind him right. and you know, all the all that. Yeah, it, it's going to be really intriguing. And let alone trying to evaluate quarterbacks. I mean, Trey Lance is a ridiculous one. Yeah. Mac Jones is the opposite spectrum but he's a one-year starter on a loaded right. team. You know what I mean? Like, wow. I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm like betting Lawrence
0: I could compl- I've, I have completed 50% of my passes throwing to those guys. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> they, they were, were that open and, and the, yeah, pr- right, had, right. you didn't have to worry about getting hit.
2: Exactly. I mean, so really difficult. And I could see some teams saying, I'm trading out, you know, or I'm trading back and I just want a lot of picks and see what happens or I want picks for next year. But I also could see teams saying, I'm pretty confident in our board. And if it's a buyer's market, there's going to be three or four dudes with first round grades or top fifty grades that are there at the end of third round. Well, I just thought I, mean? I
0: thought it was interesting that he said twenty four players.
2: See, I don't know how to take that because usually there's like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah. Or is he looking at it from a media perspective of I'm going to put thirty two out there because?
0: But really, tw- there are twenty four guys who are sure first round yeah, guys, and then right, the rest right, of right. it after that is.
2: I don't know how to take that statement from Jeremiah. Is that a big number? Because most years, there's only 14, 15, 16. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess we could probably come up with 24 names that we're pretty confident will be first-rounders. But does that mean they're true first-rounders any year? You know but, and, I mean?
0: and as we talked about two weeks ago, we can come up with 24 players who are first-rounders. But do they fit what the Steelers do? Like, as much as you like Russo as a prospect, he doesn't mm-hmm. fit what the Steelers do.
2: No, right, right, right. I mean, he's interesting for a lot of different reasons. But I hadn't thought of – I assumed that 24 number is interesting because the Steelers picked 24. It right. just dawned on me. Okay, yeah. man but, uh, <laughs> so, you would th- so they'll get one if they want, but the chances of it matching the need –
0: Or what, what if it's a guy – again, what if it is uh, uh, Tevin Jenkins mm-hmm. who opted out last year? And they say, well, we really don't want to take an opt-out guy in the first round because we don't know we don't know enough. About we don't know him. enough right. about him. He didn't play last year.
2: Right. I mean, I know recruiting is a lot different than college, but the younger these people are, the more variance they have year to year, their physical development, their mental development. Right. You know what I mean, <laughs> we've only been away from home for a couple of years. You know, the football. Where is this
0: guy? Football's a game that you don't get any better at. Not playing it.
2: No, I would like think you
0: can not. get better at baseball working out on your own. I would think you come you back
2: know. bigger, faster, stronger, whatever. You right. can you, you can know. go take
0: lessons and you know or sure. hit off a tee and, and improve your or game. If you're a pitcher, you could probably. How are you throw? getting better blocking somebody if you're not doing it?
2: Yeah, I mean you could hit a sled in your backyard and it's still not going to make you that much <laughs> it doesn't better. make you right.
0: any, hold the edge any better. No, or, or it's or a great things point. Things of that nature. The speed of the game. Or as a quarterback like Trey Lance, you didn't learn to read defenses any better on the fly. No. I mean you could sit in the film room and go okay I see this but what happens when when you're on the field and and you've got an end coming at you and you got to make a decision yeah. now
2: Yeah oh 100% true You know like there's been a lot of talk that Lance as soon as his his college career was officially over as you would imagine he's a first round quarterback has been with quarterback gurus left and right and he is learning like crazy and he's supposed to be very smart But that's a lot different than giving me 10 games against even bad competition. I mean, at least you're playing and you're the dominant player on the field. And, I mean, it's not to this point yet, but it won't be long that those guys will all be doing virtual reality stuff and it won't be quite the same either. You're not getting hit and the pressure and all that, but at least it'd be something you could show people. Or I don't know. I I mean, I don't envy the talent evaluators this year whose jobs are on the line in particular. You know, the Bears who need to find a quarterback and – you know, everyone's getting fired if you don't, or, you know, seems yeah. I mean, like that.
0: So it brings me back to our, our my original thought. Is this a year you you're, you happily take doubles? You don't swing for the fences on a lot of stuff. You just say, okay, yeah. we're in a win-now mode. A mm-hmm. quarterback's coming back for his last year. We'd like to get some pieces around him that but we can we, count we, on. For... We saw this with the Steelers a little bit last year where they drafted the older players. Oh, for sure. You know, they they there was a concerted effort there. They didn't take under. They usually take a lot of underclassmen. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that last year.
2: I also thought it wasn't wasn't a terrible year not to have a first round pick either. Yeah, you know, just because you you have the bird in the hand in Minka as opposed to what might we get. It, you yeah. know, it's even run.
0: more so this year.
2: Even more so this year. I think it's hundred percent true. I wonder, will there be another trend of Steelers taking older players? Or players with a lot of tape.
0: I, I think that's going to be the thing. Yeah, guys who they have, have, a, a, who a, lot they have a lot, the most information on. Because mm-hmm. you, there's less chance for a mistake.
2: Yeah. And again, doubles are fine. Especially, I mean, if you're going to have a third-round player that's a starter for you on cheap labor for three of his four years, he's under contract, there's a lot of value in that you know, yeah. at any position.
0: I mean, you can swing for the fences. And even, like, T.J. Watt was kind of a, a swing for the fence in some yeah in some ways because he only had, he had only started really one year mm-hmm. in college yeah that's a good point And he, he had moved from tight end so you know the upside potential was there sure he, he had some ideas of what he might be
2: but you didn't watch three years of tape but he, yeah he, right. it's not
0: like you got to see him all three years or four years mm-hmm. okay well he, you know he's here's where he started at and here's where he's at you yeah. got to see basically one year of here's where he's at <laughs> yeah
2: i keep going back to these edge rushers because they're fresh on my mind but like away from Penn State. He started playing football like three years ago. Yeah. You know?
0: The more I looked it. at him, he's one that I'm like, okay, where's the production?
2: It isn't there.
0: There's none there. He, mean, didn't a a, he didn't have a sack this year. He not
2: have a sack this year, right. I, I can't take a,
0: him in the first round. He's a super athlete and he's he really good. He did have an A sack.
2: A uh, sack, <laughs> right. I mean, how do you... Uh, I don't care I what kind time. of
0: athlete you are. We talked... Uh, Finishing is a big part of
2: it. It is, it is. I mean, there's an art to putting the quarterback on the <laughs> ground, mean, right?
0: If I'm and picking, between, it in an, if if a picking between a guy who had no sacks in college and a guy who had who had ten sacks in college, mm-hmm. I don't care if the if the guy who had no sacks is the best athlete that I've ever seen. He didn't do it. It didn't yeah, translate. He didn't do it right. It's, I have a problem taking that guy over the guy who had ten. And now also, sometimes you get you get screwed with that. You know, sometimes you get the the you pass
2: on a star. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But. A lot of it, too, and I think this is a Steeler advantage, is knowing your coaching staff is, boy, we have a history of taking those guys and turning them into players if they can do X, Y, and Z, you know? If he can find the football and we just need to teach him a second pass rush move or how to read play action better or splits or whatever, something he's given away. Or, And I'm not condemning the, the offensive line coaches since Munchak, but if you had Munchak here with his history of developing amazing offensive linemen, maybe you take fourth and fifth round high upside tackles instead of the double in the first round and just say, Munch, here's some bunch of clay, build me yeah. something. You know what I mean? Give, give or me if you a if you
0: have – when you have a a team that has a lot of depth, you're, you're, you're set with your starters mm-hmm. and you're you you know you're just drafting for the, for the future, you can afford to do that. You can mm-hmm. Okay, we got this guy for two more years. We're going to draft this guy now. Hopefully in those, by the third year he's ready to step in and he might be a, a star or even yeah. two years down the road.
2: And the Steelers have had that luxury and that history for a long time, especially in the LeBeau defenses. And, right. You know, we, we can take some guy for two years down the road, draft fifth-round corners with length, and if one of them hits, we don't need him for two years anyway. Or all the edge rushers they used to bring in after one after another because no one else would run a 3 And four, they always sat know. the first year. always, they always sat, so yeah, yeah. Maybe they could play on special teams or whatever. Times have changed quick. It's hard to get away with that nowadays. But I wonder, back to your original conversation, though, about the Steelers, I think a back, a center, linebackers, you know, peripheral needs, or, or you know, high highly high needs. Doubles are great, but I wonder if the tackle, they would be more developmental swing for the fences guy if Banner's under contract.
0: Potentially, yeah. You I know? mean, I think there is some potential there for that. Um but do you do that in the first round? I don't know. That's maybe. the question. Like, do you, do you take, a, for example, a Jalen Mayfield with 15 career starts and say, okay, we think he could be pretty good. Right. Um, but
2: not, we don't need him now. Well maybe not right now. And, boy, your next quarterback might really appreciate it. Yeah. But in the meantime, this quarterback might not. <laughs> <you> know, <either laughs> if he's forced back, to play. If he's forced to – yeah. or because you didn't take something else. You know, because you've got shorted the running back or, you know – you end up going with defense with your second pick, and all of a sudden the offense didn't get a shot in the arm that it needed this year. You know.
0: Yeah, I, I just it's think an it's an
2: interesting balance, though. I, really I think it's
0: I think it's different than what we've seen in years past, where, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe not so much last year because they did not they didn't draft guys necessarily for need last year, but they did. Yeah,
2: no, like they knew Highsmith's time was
0: right. plan the plan. They place, didn't need those guys know, immediately. Right. The fact that they were able to play immediately was a mm-hmm. bonus. Bro, absolutely. Whereas this year, you're, you're, you're taking some guys where, okay, you, if you take a running back, that guy's going to need to start. I mean, just think of the team a year. I haven't thought about this in a while, but think of the team now versus
2: one year ago. Obviously, Kevin and company were like, it's going to be tough to bring back Juju and Bud. You yeah. know, they're very good players. They've had success in this league. They're getting better. We love them, hate them. It doesn't matter. They're going to be tough to bring back. Our first two picks should be in that neighborhood. No shock, that's what they did. And both those guys saw the field and got a chance to prove themselves even without a preseason. This year, when you look at quarterback aside, because that's its own animal, I don't know that there's as many of those where this guy's going to be up a year from now. We better draft a third round corner, maybe a corner. Well, realistically,
0: know. I mean, it's ev- they've, they've, they've got kind of ni- everything. They've got 19 guys under contract for next year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you could go anywhere in terms of that.
2: But the cap's so much different a year ago to now versus now from a year forward. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's going to be tough against it. We've paid Ben a lot of money. Juju's going to be expensive. Bud's going to be expensive. You're always going to have the aloo and Sutton's. But the big thick picture, guys that get your third-round picks back for, you know, those right. type of guys. Like, next year, if someone emerges in that group, you assume Watt's already t- signed up, which you can afford them, though. You right, know, that's the you difference. You don't have to draft his successor. You could keep him. You right, can keep the player,
0: yeah, so I mean that 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 changes the philosophy quite a bit, mm-hmm. which um, makes you
2: live for today a little bit more if you want again, or yeah build you're a running li- game, or, you you're know. living
0: for today, and if you want to build a running game, um and, and we're gonna have uh, some people on later in the week to talk a little bit more about this, perhaps, but uh I keep coming back to you, you take you just take the running back,
2: yeah. I hear That's you. That's the
0: immediate – I mean, if you're looking for the immediate fix to your run game, mm-hmm. you take the running back.
2: Because even a tackle, which by far tackles have way more value than running backs in mm-hmm. the scheme of the world. But unless it's Derisaw, or even if it is, I mean, does he start day one? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or, you does know, Mayfield? Again, does... I come
0: back to – I think there's three tackles in this draft that, that you just sprint to the to the podium. Sure. It's Derisaw – Slater, uh, Slater and, and, Sewell. And, and, and yeah, and outside of that, I don't know that you're going to have those guys that much more highly graded than. The, there's a the
2: fourth guy versus the eighth guy that much different. Yeah, right, I just right. don't know that the
0: difference is that great. And then and, and then you add in the fact that a lot of those guys don't have a lot of experience in mm-hmm. terms of either they opted out last year or, or they were a one year starter or two year. You know, there's just not yeah. that much there to to say. Oh, I got to take that guy.
2: Yeah, uh, one of the big arguments of why you don't take an, a, a running back early. And, like, Barkley's a great example. And none of these guys in this draft are as good as Saquon go Barkley. Don't get me wrong. But if you draft Barkley, the running back market is so depressed that if you draft Barkley in the top five, he's one of the highest-paid running backs in the league already, which isn't the case for tackles and quarterbacks and all that. So, economically, it's not particularly smart because – it, you're not getting as much of a discount of veteran versus rookie at that position as you do others. You know, you're paying a first round ticket no matter whoever you take at 24. You're paying the same amount, right? You know, where you could go get Aaron Jones cheaper than you can get Dak Prescott, <laughs> you know, or right. whoever the best tackle on the market is. You know what I mean? But you
0: don't want to pay for running. I mean, if if you're in the if you're in the of the thought that hey, I don't want to pay for the running back position,
2: right? The twenty fourth yeah. pick isn't that bad, though. No, and you know then he's I mean? he's like, making
0: two million dollars a year. Yeah, you
2: know, it's different if you're in the top five. Or yeah. I, I don't think it holds as much water in the second half of the first round. But that's one of the analytic people's way of saying not to take running backs high because the cost is a big is a much bigger bigger deal. I mean, you're buying a cheap position.
0: You are, yeah, but it's you know, and I and I get the argument. While well, running backs, you can find running backs anywhere. That's great, unless you don't have one. And I don't know that you can find running backs anywhere in this class. You know, every
2: class is yeah. different. You can have your guidelines, but don't make them rules. Where if there's only one running back in this class that you think fits the bill, and he's there, and there's 10 tackles. I, I know it's a little less extreme than that. We'll take the running back. I mean, but if 9 out of 10 years, there's – if it's last year and there's Dobbins and Akers and Taylor, and they're all the same to you, well, then don't do it, obviously. But this class – pushes me towards running back right off the bat
0: yeah i I agree the more i I research it the more i think about it Mm -hmm. and and i'm not i'm 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 with you on that you know you typically like last year you know second round was the spot to get a running back yeah there's guys well this year it's the first
2: this year it's the first or it's not
0: or this year it's it's second this year it's picks 20 through 40 yeah somewhere in that range there's only one of them Right <laughs>
2: as we stand today. Yeah. Right, I mean that could be trading down from t- to twenty eighth and pick up a little something, or probably not going to trade up in round two. You know, I mean unless you are going to deal
0: a future pick. Mm-hmm. Um, right, right. But you know, that's expensive. That's know?
2: expensive. Yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, I am shocked that I am leaning that way because the way i've been taught and everything all the research but that's very macro i mean that's yeah. very big you got to be flexible you, you have to be flexible, i wrote
0: right? that, i wrote something last week on on com, and when i first when i first made when i did my first mock draft a month ago i said hey look if, if somebody asked me well if the offensive tackles available or the running backs available which way do you go i said well, i said you always go for the for the offensive tackle yeah right right except <laughs> <laughs> it, it, this year, perhaps. Right, right. I mean, because, I mean, the more I've done mock drafts and the more I've, I've researched this, I mean, there are 15 tackles in this draft that I'd be perfectly okay with getting. Yep. There are there's three running backs.
2: And the Steelers don't even have a Chooks or Banner at running back. No. You know, I mean, a, a young guy that's right. decent. Ascending and can, can hold the position down. Right. I just don't see they it. They don't have that guy, you know. I mean, uh, and if you're going to go get someone from outside the team... You'll get a good deal if you wait, but you'll probably get your fourth pick. Right? You know what I mean. Like and it's not going to be a game changer. He's not going to be a game changer. I mean, that, at best, you're going to get Jamal Williams or somebody like that, and you might settle for Hyde. And is that really much better than what you've been playing with? Yeah.
0: I mean, you want to upgrade yeah. the position. You want right. to, You know, you want to make things as easy as possible, not just on Ben Roethlisberger in 2021, the 2022 guy, but whoever that new quarterback is, right. whether it be a rookie who's definitely going to need a running game. Oh yeah, or a veteran guy. You again. You want to make this easy on them. That uh, the easiest way to transition to that new quarterback is for him to be able to hand the ball to whoever that that young running back is.
2: Oh right. You know. I mean, if you're a free agent, it makes you more appealing. If you're a trade candidate with a no trade clause, I'll go to Pittsburgh. Or or, you know, um, I'm going to talk about this a lot, but and I don't mean to just throw this year away. But I am super excited to have these conversations with you a year from now. And if we are having these sort of conversations a year from now and we're and one thing we can just already we say over and over is, boy, the Steelers, Najee Harris or Javante Williams, they had twelve hundred yards and caught thirty balls and were a fantasy asset and have one year under their belt and we can trust them and they're going to be a foundational player. Like that's a nice way to talk about a, a landing it's spot.
0: So big chunk of right. your off. Like if you get a a, a running back who provides fifteen hundred total yards.
2: Yeah. Right. Right.
0: That's a nice part of the, That's a nice chunky of your offense. And the Steelers haven't had that.
2: They haven't had it in a long time. And you would think Ben would be very happy to accept that as well. Take it. You know, he becomes more efficient. The deep balls are easier to get off. That type of thing. And the next guy says, "Boy, I can go here and." hand the ball off and not as much as asked for on me, because you're not going to get my home. I mean, you're, you're not going to trade for Mahomes or Watson or somebody like that that's just going to put the world on his shoulders. You're going to need to create an environment for him.
0: Absolutely. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You've been listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We want to thank uh, you for doing so. We want to thank Jacob Reck for keeping us on the air throughout this uh, whole portion, and uh, that's going to do it for this show. Um, we'll be right back with more. The follow you can follow us here uh, we got lots of shows uh, lining up day after day after day uh, not just us but uh, uh, Wes Euler and Arthur Moats there's a weekend show there's all kinds of stuff going on here again subscribe to the uh, subscribe to the podcast uh, uh, or our podcast on the network wherever you can download your podcast uh, but uh, that's going to do it for this one thanks for listening I'm Dale Lally. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Matt, a couple of things I wanted to go over here real quickly uh, on on, uh, this segment of the show. Okay. A couple of store things on ESPN. One that you sent me earlier and and, uh, this one uh, that uh, moved today. Uh, This one is the Pro Football Focus Overrated and Underrated Free Agency. agency. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's... You would think there's at least one Steeler on this list. And, <laughs> of course. Uh, of course. But uh, starting at the quarterback position, they have – Dak Prescott is being overrated.
2: I, I clicked on this, and I copied and pasted it. And I'm going to read it when I'm on the exercise bike here in a bit. But I, I don't I, – that's the only one I saw. And I kind of went, how is that possible? Yeah. I mean, Because when
0: they, their underrated guy is Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're also the site that says that the Steelers need to sign Ryan Fitzpatrick. To be Ben Roethlisberger's backup. I
2: also think he came out today and said he's probably going to retire. Side note: hence the he's 38 years old. He's 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 38. He's the same
0: age as Ben.
2: Like if I'm the Broncos, I'd be interested in Fitzpatrick, maybe you know, a team like that, or the Bears, and that's all I can do. But (laughs) I mean, there's a reason he's been on eight teams or something. Yeah, (laughs) you know, he's had some high water moments, and he's he's easy to root for, but. By no means is he any kind of answer.
0: No, right? no. I, I'm, I Maybe if you're going to if you're gonna tell me that, that Dak Prescott's not going to be worth the, 35, the yeah. $35 million contract he's going to sign, okay, we can have that That's I mean, discussion. I'm sure that's a
2: conversation. Is, but
0: to say that he's overrated is...
2: No, right. I mean, he had a great year before he got hurt, too. I mean, he's been playing better than ever.
0: At running back, overrated Aaron Jones.
2: I assume it's just they don't want to pay people. I mean, he's to be the highest-priced guy.
0: That's fine. Um,
2: so it's kind of an odd way of looking at it, though. Yeah. Because what'd he do wrong? Right. I mean, do Produced. Doesn't mean he's overrated <laughs> as a player. Here's the,
0: this is another problem that I have with the PFF grades. Because yeah. they, they, that's what, what they use. They use their grades for everything. They grade a guy who had 100 snaps as the same as they grade a guy who has 800 snaps.
2: Yeah, and running back it stands out too. Like a three hundred carry guy is going to be a lot different than a hundred carry
0: guy. Absolutely, In
2: efficiency and yards yeah. per carry and the, right, right, right.
0: Doing it down after down means and something your to me. hanging off your butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. As opposed to a guy who goes out and maybe broke off, a, he got lucky and broke off a couple of long runs, and mm-hmm. the rest of his stuff was crap. But you oh, we got to give him a high grade here because he did this.
2: Well, it, that doesn't work for me. And this isn't exclusive to Pro Football Focus. I mean, this is a scouting problem that's as old as time, but. What about that guy that hobbles out there and plays who probably shouldn't but toughs it out for his team, puts a bad performance on tape, but everyone in his building and position coach and head Appreciate coach knows, yeah. wow, that was the best thing to do. He's still better than his backup, and you helped the team win, and we have more and more respect for you. Right. you know, like, there's, that's why you can't just all be numbers.
0: No, it can't be. Uh, his running, underrated running back is James White. He's not a running back. He's not a running back. I, to I compare, didn't... to to put Aaron Jones and James White in the same category right. like this is just—
2: I was actually hoping he was going to have somebody that could be Steeler-oriented. Yeah, you know, like Wayne Gallman nice... or, right, or right. Mike
0: Davis or someone of that nature. Not
2: James White. Right, he's a receiver. I bet a million dollars he's a Buccaneer next year. Probably. You know, yeah. it, I hate to bring this up, but you remember his dad passed away? Yeah. Well, they're, both, they're from Florida. He'd be closer to his family right. and obviously the Brady connection. Like, He's a specialty player, though.
0: Overrated. Wide receiver, Will Fuller.
2: I don't know about that. He really impacts a game when he's out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's noteworthy that he's been hurt pretty much every year of his career.
0: And he's coming off a of suspension. And
2: he's coming off a of suspension for PEDs, which, you, you know. But when he's out there, he changes a game. Yeah.
0: Underrated People in Philadelphia would definitely argue this one. Nelson Aguilar. Hmm. I mean, he was productive this year. He was. That was the first time in his career he's been productive, and he's 28.
2: I think uh, I think Gruden does a heck of a job getting the most out of some of these guys. The Jared Cooks and those type of things. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he's uh, – not that I'm t- discrediting what Aguilar did. And some of those guys – like Corey Davis, you know, former first-round tick picks, so it takes him a couple of years. But it wouldn't. I don't think I'd invest in Aguilar. I would not. You know?
0: Know? <laughs> in fact, I saw somebody had to – the Steelers should sign Nelson Aguilar. I'm like, are you kidding me?
2: Mm-hmm. No. The guys they have are better and they're cheaper.
0: Right. You'd, he'd be right. your highest-paid wide receiver and he's it's fifth ter- on your – or fourth yeah. on your depth chart. That's it's also silly. a
2: terrible message to send to the room. Absolutely. you are going to bring in this high-priced guy after letting your buddy go. And you're all better than him, but you're making way less. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't fly. That's how
0: you upset the apple cart. Yeah. Tight end. Gerald Everett, overrated.
2: I don't know. I'm excited, like, for fantasy reasons, to see him as a standalone guy.
0: Right. Somewhere where he can be just, he can be the guy.
2: I mean, he was a small school dude that was a great combine guy, highly athletic. We always talk about tight ends, about this age start to break out. Uh, I mean, I think he's really interesting.
0: Yeah. Their underrated guy is Jonu Smith.
2: I like Jonu Smith a lot. Yeah, I don't know that he's underrated, though. No, I don't know. I I bet he makes a lot of money, though. I bet he gets paid big. Yeah, like if Jacksonville wants to buy buy in on Jonu, yeah.
0: Offensive line, overrated, Joe Thune.
2: I mean, I guess he's coming off a franchise tag, and I don't see him as a— one of the best guards in the league. Yeah, I don't. I
0: don't know. He's a player. Yeah, good player. I don't know yeah. if he's top five at his position, but he's. Top he might 10. be like
2: Norwell a couple years yeah. ago, where he signs one of the highest guard contracts. And two years from now, you're. Down they're looking us. to trade him. Yeah, yeah.
0: underrated Daryl Williams from the Bills.
2: He's a really good player.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Edge defender overrated Bud Dupree. Of course. Yeah. they're not big on. They Bud.
2: hate Bud Dupree. They're rough on Bud. Yeah.
0: Uh, underrated Carl Lawson. I don't, I, dis- I don't disagree with that. I'm, thankfully, no. they didn't have Matthew Judon or someone like that on there. Right. But they never have uh, – we went through this last year where they had this big thing on unblocked sacks. It was This is from Pro Football Focus. Mm-hmm. Unblocked sacks or unblocked quarterback hits, unblocked, unblocked pressures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judon led the league in that. They love Judon. They hate Bud.
2: But they don't hold it against him. And Bud it, is right. more
0: productive. Judon had more unblocked pressures and sacks. But they love Judon and they hate Bud.
2: This is being critical because I've you know you and I've written so many articles. That if you're underrated, first of all, overrated and underrated are, are words that don't hold as much water as they used to because the world's much smaller and everyone watches Twitter and you know I mean everyone yeah. has you know there's everyone can get information, but Carl Lawson, if you're going to say Dak is overrated, Aaron Jones is overrated, Carl Lawson is going to make a fortune. From somebody. The yeah. league does not underrate The league him.
0: does not underrate him.
2: Maybe the viewers and readers do.
0: Don't know who he is. Yeah. Right.
2: So, okay, fine. You can put any
0: bangle on there for, if you're going to do yeah, it that right. way. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> but when he signs for $18 million a year, that's not going to – he's not underrated. The league knows who he is. Yeah. He's a star.
0: Interior defensive line. Overrated. Larry Ogunjobi.
2: Maybe. Okay. I, I don't know how much he'll make, but fair enough.
0: Well, he is. I mean, he's 27. Mm-hmm. Underrated, Shelby Harris.
2: I think he's a good player. He, yeah. He's very disruptive. He is 30, though. though. Is he?
0: Yeah. Okay. Off-ball linebacker. Overrated, Matt Milano.
2: A year ago, though, he was like the definition of underrated. Because yeah. nobody knew who he nobody was. Knew who he was. Now he's played, to, right.
0: he played a couple of playoff games, and now he's, right, now right. he's overrated. Bills
2: are on the rise. And <laughs> okay. I mean, he probably will get more than he's worth. Like a showbert.
0: Yeah. Underrated, Denzel Perryman.
2: I've always liked Perryman. Yeah, I have, too. I've kind of haven't thrown his name up as a Steeler because I think he's a lot like Vince. Yeah. But I always liked his game, and he's tough as the day is long. He's just hurt all the time. He's always hurt. Right, right, right. There's probably a reason for that.
0: Cornerback, and I don't disagree with this one, Shaq Griffin. Is over. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's going to get a lot of money, and I don't know that he's a special he's player. Not, I don't right. think he is at all.
0: Uh, underrated, Jason Verrett. The guy was in the Pro Bowl last. He yeah, was a Pro Bowl that's player a tough last one year. Too.
2: I mean, because he it was cheap last year because he had a million injuries yeah. before that, and he had a great he year. He could go
0: back to that in a heartbeat.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, uh, he's kind of like Carl Lawson. The league knows how good Jason. They know,
0: is, yeah, yeah. The league knows Jason Verrett. He was a first round draft pick for God's sakes.
2: Exactly right. right. <laughs> uh,
0: safety overrated. Keanu Neal.
2: Yeah, I guess some of those thumper types would have high pedigree, but I thought he had a good year this year. Yeah, he's been he's missed a lot of time though. No.
0: Underrated. Trey Boston. This guy's been on twelve different teams, and you know
2: every year they say he, they love Trey Boston. Yeah, and every year He's he gets okay, cut. But the teams, that, yeah, I would say teams don't agree with him. <laughs> He's not real physical. I mean, I, I do think there's a lot of value in deep center fielder types, and they're harder to find nowadays. But I mean, every year he can't be your underrated safety, and then the team that signs him moves away from him, and they don't him. sign him the big deal, right? Deals. Right. He's always yeah. a fallback plan.
0: Um, so that was the uh, Pro Football Focus uh, overrated, underrated free okay. agents uh, off of ESPN.com. Sam Monson wrote that. See, um, I think an
2: underrated guy should be the uh, so a perfect example. To give Pro Football cre- Focus credit, what, their underrated guy a couple years ago was Shaq Barrett because he wasn't a starter then. Right. That's a
1: guy who's underrated. That's right. He's coming yeah.
2: into his own. He's stuck behind good dudes. That's an underrated guy. You know, not a starter that has 12 sacks.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, Mel Kiper uh, off of uh, ESPN's website put together a, uh, a I think this l- is pretty interesting. A list of his top rated uh, quarterbacks since he's been doing the since he's been covering the draft since nineteen seventy
2: nine. I was say it's almost like forty years, right? Yeah, or more than
0: his his highest rated guys. And this is an interesting list because some of these guys hit. Some, yeah, that's I think that's some of interesting. them didn't. They're
2: not all home runs. Yeah. I mean these are
0: like not he owns the up to he owns up to some of his misses on here. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Let's bust through the list.
0: So his number one guy was John Elway. Like that's the best grade he's ever given a
2: quarterback. Yeah. Period. And again, I was ten years old, but he was a superstar you know, player yeah. with un- ungodly skills. In, in a draft
0: class that had what four Hall of Famers in it?
2: Yeah, there's another one on this list from yeah. that same class. He that was didn't come the out right yeah. Away. He was the guy. He was the guy. And he, and he was a big enough prospect to tell the Colts no. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm not going go to on you. there. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I mean, he was a stud.
0: Uh, number two. And he and, obviously hit. Yeah. He Andrew, Andrew Luck in 2012.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's as good as I've seen. I mean, the, the big conversation nowadays is Luck versus Lawrence, which is probably what brought this article on.
0: Yeah. Number three in 1998, Peyton Manning.
2: Hmm. If I'm Peyton Manning
0: ar- were coming out today, would he be as highly rated as... No. He? Yeah. Not a chance. So either.
2: Not a chance. I mean... And that's the risk you take. You know, like, you could miss him. Is Mac Jones, Peyton Manning? You know what I mean? Like I, no. I, don't, think so. I don't think anybody <laughs> is. But um, I'm not arguing with Mel. But because he may have – I mean, I think these are all documented. If you, I, I bought his book every year as a kid. Yeah. And there's a rating in there. And I'm sure the, the Peyton Manning one is somewhere you can find. But 50% of the population thought Leaf was a better player. Yeah. You know, he was not a slam dunk Lawrence Elway first overall pick any year he comes out guy to most – People that do, did that for a living at the time.
0: Yeah. At four, he has Trevor Lawrence from this year.
2: Yeah. I mean, I have a hard time arguing with that. I mean, he looked like the first overall pick three years ago, and he's you know saw the field for first for Clemson.
0: Yeah. Uh, number five, another quarterback from that '83 class, Jim Kelly.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's the one I mentioned. And the,
0: he ended up going 14th that year. He was not the second the quarter, Was not the second quarterback drafted that year.
2: Do you remember how that went? Was he USFL property when the Bills made that pick, or was it the other way around? Or? I can't remember
0: how the drafts broke down at that Right, point. I can't remember. I know that the Houston Houston threw a bunch of money at Kelly, mm-hmm. and he took the money and right. and he didn't want to, he didn't want to go to Buffalo either. Buffalo was awful.
2: No, I know they did not. He, yeah. He's come out and said that since. Like yeah. I mean, now he loves it and all that. Uh, I mean, I remember even being a kid, being like 12 years old, and Stan and Myron are on the transistor radio saying maybe the steelers can trade for this kelly guy that's been the usfl and you know i mean but i, I can't remember how the order went like was it was he usfl property and you draft him there thinking we can pry him away or this league won't last two yeah, years i, I had or no might we lose you know, him so that's why he's not the second pick in the draft cuz there's a good chance he goes to the usfl or i think uh, kelly kelly there.
0: fell largely because at that point miami wasn't miami
2: they were just becoming the U. Yeah, right, right, right. they were.
0: They became the U. Because of Jim Kelly.
2: That's a good point. He kind of is like their founding father. Like he
0: was like a. They was, he was a small college prospect. I mean, if you looked at it, but, you know the Paterno
2: wanted to make him a linebacker. Right, you know, which right, is why right. he
0: didn't go to Penn State. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. Yeah, know,
2: it, but that's but, good work by Mel. Then, I mean, if he had him that high compared to all his quarterbacks ever, he he did a pretty nice job on Jim Kelly. Yeah, so I'm kind of thinking about that era too, like Reggie White. I was with Walt Harris, who was with Reggie White at Tennessee, and he said he's the best defense player he's ever seen, and he's probably pretty darn close. He wasn't a first round pick; like he must have been steamboater property by then, or whatever team he worked. Maybe Memphis, uh, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh,
0: number six, Andre Ware in 1990. That's a miss. That's a big miss. Hmm. Um, And maybe that's because he went to the Lions. And maybe. Yeah, he made six starts in four years though.
2: That's amazing. I mean, yeah. to be a first-round quarterback and still only get six chances yeah. to see the field. Seventh overall pick. Seventh overall pick. I mean, what I remember him coming out was they threw the ball. It was, it was run a and run shoot. and shoot. Yeah. I mean, his numbers were ridiculous. I guess. Interesting. You wonder that. if
0: he came out today if things would be different for him because
2: I mean, I remember he was a plus athlete. I don't remember being yeah. a great runner.
0: But more teams now are like you know at that time in 1990. Some teams ran the run and shoot stuff, but it was starting to come out of, uh, starting to become passe in the NFL to, no a, to a degree.
2: Like the year I was with the, the Browns was the year Alex Smith came out, and even outside our building, the there was a stuff, lot yeah. of conversation of, is this a fad offense? You know what I is mean? Is he a systems like, quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Right. Is, it, is he going to translate? Because the NFL was not, I'm sure this hurt wears cause. I'm giving Beth a doubt. The NFL was not real cool about, we'll change for you. No, that wasn't happening back then. <laughs> right. It just yeah, didn't right. happen. He's probably put, they probably stuck wear behind center and handed it to Barry Sanders out of the eye. and yeah. You know, and that's not what he did.
0: Uh, seven, Drew Bledsoe.
2: I remember him being 1993. Stuck but people forget, too, much like Leaf Manning, Bledsoe versus Rick Meyer was a real conversation back then, too.
0: Yeah. Not you for know? me. That was.
2: Where that would was, Bledsoe go?
0: That was my. Uh, he he'd would, be a late pick. He'd yeah. be a late pick and he it, can't, he can't he's, move. He's a statue. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I had that was my first year covering Steelers in '93, and I remember I blood so over Meyer was not even a conversation. Yeah,
2: yeah, he least. was a really good prospect.
0: Uh, number eight in 1998, Ryan
2: Leaf. Back-to-back Washington State guys, right? Yeah. So I guess he was, you know, Leaf versus Manning. It was a conversation for Mel then too. Yeah, I mean, he picked the right one, but not by leaps and bounds.
0: Number nine, 1989,
2: Troy Aikman. Real, real quick, did you happen to see the, the tweet that Ryan Leaf put out like a month ago?
0: I did, but I can't remember what it was.
2: Some big national, it might have been Schefter, or who, somebody that has a million followers wrote, who's a college quarterback that you never thought would bust? And Leaf replied, <laughs> me. <laughs> it was just funny, making, you know, making fun of yeah. himself. But uh, remember, I mean, he was a toolsy guy.
0: Nine was Troy Aikman in 89.
2: People forget, though, like Manning, Aikman, Elway, their first year slash two or three it was, was rough. bad. Yeah, it was right Flat rough. out bad. Because yeah. they didn't have much around them. Didn't have much around them. First overall, going to a bad team. Just don't write the book on some of the Tua's of the world yet, you know?
0: Number 10, 2018, Josh Allen.
2: That surprises me. I, I didn't. I missed on Allen. I'll be the first to admit it.
0: The tools are there.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised Mel had him that high. Gonna be good for him.
0: Uh, the next guys on the list, uh, in no particular order, uh, were 1987 Vinny Testaverdi.
2: first overall pick. Yeah. I mean, he was the prototype. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he goes first overall most years. Uh,
0: 1988 Boomer Esiason, he went
2: 38th. Yeah, uh, that's a hit for Mel. I yeah, mean, if you get a, if you had that high a grade on someone who wasn't even a first round pick, you were you beat the league on that one.
0: Uh, In 1984, Steve Young was the number one overall pick in the 84 supplemental draft of USFL and CFL players yeah. uh, by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's
2: another one that was – obviously USFL changed his trajectory.
0: Yeah. 1985, Bernie Kosar, 85 supplemental draft. Hmm. Okay. I
3: and
2: mean, again, he would be a late pick. He guy. would – yeah, he would I – mean, He had cement feet and a weird delivery, but, I mean, he did the little things well. <laughs>
0: And then the last guy on the list is uh, 1999 Tim Couch. Number one overall pick in 99.
2: Obviously the the Browns crew was biased, and maybe you even remember him as an early Brown, but a lot of people outside that organization have told me since that he did not have a real opportunity to succeed. No, he had had landed none. somewhere else. Yeah. He may have been a star. Yeah. He was I mean, we want to talk about yeah.
0: having nothing around nothing, you. Nothing, right. I mean, you're, you're, te- you're, you're the quarterback of a team starting from
2: scratch. And what's crazy about I mean, this is a much bigger conversation, but the Browns expansion team got less help than any yeah. other expansion team, you know, the Panthers or the Texans or any of these teams, too. So he had nothing. Yeah. But you wonder if he went to a different team, if his career had been a lot different. It wouldn't have been better. Would have been better. Yeah, there's yeah.
0: no doubt about that because he got beat up yeah, right, right. behind those uh it's just bad offensive lines and they just... he was
2: also a spread NFL guy too. Yeah. But people raved about him.
0: Yeah, I, I thought he was I thought he was a good quarterback and just had no chance in no and, and within five years. Like, like Archie I, Manning. I was, I was kinda surprised he really didn't get a chance. Elsewhere after that. Yeah, I say, is
2: he? It just did he even end up with a second team, or did he get so injured that his career was over? From he all the played, he
0: he was done by 26. The time he was 26, he and was done by
2: a 26-year-old as a first overall pick. Didn't play
0: anywhere else. He was sacked in 62 career games, 59 of them starts. He was sacked 166 times. Wow!
2: And how many throwaways and pressure That's an, an, an average C. of three. Goes. Like his
0: rookie year, he took 56 sacks.
2: Wow. And then people didn't throw as much back then. Yeah, so he was probably handing it off. That was on 50% of the time
0: 399 pass attempts.
2: Wow, wow! I mean, everyone talks <laughs> about Eric or David Carr. Yeah, being in a similar situation, but Couch might have had it worse.
0: Yeah, he got he, in uh, 2000. He was only sacked ten times. He only played in seven games. In 2001, he was sacked 51 times. Wow. Uh, that was on 454 pass attempts. What injuries did he yeah. have at the time? In uh, 2001, you're playing against the Steelers and, and Ravens defenses four times. <laughs> right. Good luck with that. Yeah, right. You know, think about what those teams were like at, those, at that point. Yeah, wow. Oh two, he was sacked 30 times uh, in 14 games, so he was getting better. And then in 2003, his last year, he played in eight ga- He played in 10 games, started 8, and was sacked 19 times. But wow. I'm he carried sure
2: several different coaches, too, during that time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. without question. But he got beat up. Wow. Yeah, but he, people always of what could have been with him? A couple of those guys in history. Wow, Jamarcus Russell not on that list. I give Mel credit on that one because I mean nobody batted an eye when they took Jamarcus Russell over Calvin freaking Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I thought that's a good pick. Yeah, you know, it's a pick you got to make. Well, they were the same size. And they're about the same size. Yeah. Until
0: Jamarcus. Now he's 350. Kept or something. working the purple drank into his <laughs> yeah. into his equation in his training regime.
3: Yeah.
2: But uh-huh. good work by Mel overall. I mean, there's some dudes there that weren't slammed dunk first overall picks. Did, and, but he's one name
0: he first. didn't notice on there was Tom Brady.
2: Wow, well, no, <laughs> nobody's got Brady <laughs> on the list. I'm trying to think of any other like slam dunk first overalls of Vic. I mean, he was a pretty easy first yeah. overall pick, you know. I
0: don't know if I brought this up yet on the show, um, but I've seen a lot of the comparisons of uh, Mac Jones is very much like Tom Brady. How so?
2: They have bad physiques they're not real fast.
0: Should he be a 6th round pick? Is that <laughs> <laughs> Right, right,
2: right. No, yeah, yeah. I mean
0: every every immobile quarterback that comes out, well, he's like Tom Brady. I say every year you hear somebody yeah. like that. He's a lot like Tom Brady. This guy's this guy's Tom Brady. No, he's not.
2: <laughs> I mean if Brady came out of Michigan, he'd still be a 6th pick overall this year, 6th round pick this year. I mean probably later. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't Brady. He wasn't.
0: Yeah, he wasn't a great athlete. He wasn't. You know, this the super. If you uh, think, if you look at Brady's first few years in the league, he was absolutely the caboose on those teams. He wasn't the reason why they were winning Super Bowls.
2: People give Ben a hard time for that, and Brady had much less to do with winning than Ben did. in was horrendous. Right, he was a total facilitator. Like
0: if if Brady starts and finishes the two thousand one AFC Championship game. Instead of Bledsoe. Okay. Because he started it, but Bledsoe finished it. hmm If Brady plays that entire game, the Steelers win that game.
2: Because the better guy came
0: in. Because the, the better guy came in yeah. and led them on a touchdown drive. Their only touchdown drive. mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bra- no, Brady you. was awful in that game. Right.
2: And he – I mean, by no means are we discrediting Brady, but you're the quarterback that long – He's had several careers rolled into one. Yeah. And his first version of his career is just okay.
0: Yeah, And so It's not great. It's kind of, I mean, people make that argument with Troy Aikman. Well, this guy has better numbers than Troy Aikman. They, ipso facto, he's a better quarterback. Well, well, they never threw the ball. They never threw the ball. You know?
2: Right. I mean, they, they were beating guys by 20 in the second half and just handed it to over, yeah. over behind Nate Newton. You know? <laughs> 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 I mean, the whole Brady-Belichick conversation is kind of a dumb one, in my opinion. But I definitely believe Belichick made Brady early, early on, yeah, without question. I mean, maybe it's, it flopped at some point where Brady was the more important component. Well, of I the think two, after but... that
0: mid that mid period, the middle period where they didn't win any Super Bowls, mm-hmm. like around 2007 when they became the the high flying thing, but they weren't winning at that point, right? And then they, you know, later on in his career, I think he became who he is now. The Moss years, yeah,
2: into the, the Gronk years and yeah. all that too. Where, yeah, he was no longer. I mean, he was the the locomotive. But those first
0: three Super Bowls, he was just along. I'm not. I don't want to say he was along for the ride because he did. That is a little rough. I mean, there's because no he quest. played and, he and did, and did some good things. Right, yeah, and
2: he won multiple Super but Bowls. But
0: he wasn't the reason why they were winning those Super Bowls. The no, main reason. Agreed.
2: Agreed. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and a lot of these great quarterbacks, and probably a lot of guys on that list, had similar. I mean, how about Elway for all those years? Yeah. You know. Or I mean, people give Ben a hard time. First five years was just all the defense, and yeah, he made a lot of big time throws and yeah. made a lot. They of don't plays. get
0: to the Super Bowl if, if you know. People yeah. talk about that Ben's second year in 2005. If Ben doesn't play the way Ben, you know, they don't they don't win in Cincinnati. They don't mm-hmm. win in Indianapolis. They don't win in Denver. People criticize. He played him well in those did, three years. He games.
2: didn't play great against Seattle in the Super Bowl, and that's all everybody remembers. And his numbers weren't great to you know, wrap it up. But did they get there without him? You remember better than yeah. I do. Probably not.
0: They came out throwing in each one of those playoff yeah, yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he got them a lead, and that allowed them to play defense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So,
2: anyways. Uh, his quarterback trajectories are very interesting. I mean, it's, yeah. it's an odd position. To scout. It really is.
0: But uh, that, that list that Mel put together there kind of reminds you that just because a guy is rated highly by all the prognosticators mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's going to be a hit.
2: I mean, like, what's Lawrence have to do to not be disappointing? Win multiple Super Bowls and MVPs. I mean, like that's no, all hard you, to You look at good. that
0: list. You're like, okay, right? Well, does does at least be play f- or better. Fifteen years in the league, you right?
2: Know. Be a Hall of Fam- If he's not a Hall of Famer, is it a disappointing pick? No, well,
0: a lot of the guys on that list were. Right, 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 right. right. Crazy. Yeah. You know, so, he is uh, Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. Uh, we want to thank uh, Jacob Reck for keeping us on the air during this segment, and we want to thank you for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. We are back on the drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, it's time for our uh, first mock draft of oh, this nice. week. Yes, uh, always fun to do these things. And uh, we're doing. We're using the ProFootballNetwork.com. Let's go, let's go
2: back to our bread and butter yeah. here. We haven't been done that in a week. And they've two. started adjusting some rankings, yeah, right, and things right, right, of that right. nature. And I'm in the mood to make some deals too.
0: Yeah. Well, we've got a couple on the the board here for cool. us at 24. The Houston Texans are offering us.
2: Can't be much this year. Pick
0: 67. Pick 109, pick 122, their 2022 second-round draft pick, and their 2022 third-round draft pick for picks 24 and our 2022 seventh-round draft pick. Wow. I don't know how that helps us get a lot better, though, this year.
2: It doesn't. But, man, I mean, they're going to be terrible. <laughs> it, it, it's not fun for this, so we should probably just say no. They're a terrible team for us to deal with, to make our listeners have any fun at all for this segment. But man, I mean, if you could get the thirty third and sixty third pick next year, in addition, but see, to see, you, you, you can't you have, assume that though. You have well, to. They're going to be bad. I mean, they're not going to be great.
0: But you have to assume. Let's let's just okay. So how about they don't the trade Deshaun Watson or the right. or you, the trade that's that's out there now that you hear starting to gain some steam is maybe they trade him for Kyler Murray, straight up. I didn't hear that one. Wow. You haven't heard that one? No. Yeah, wow. that's that's uh, that's been thrown around out there like.
2: I still don't think, I mean, even with Watson playing as well as any quarterback in the league, they don't win many games last year. And yeah. they on the first, second-round pick this year. <sighs> wow, that's an odd. I can't stop thinking about that. Gonna, <laughs> I feel bad for Kyler Murray, to be yeah. honest, with the poor guy. Uh, but we're going to reject. I think we got to tell them. We're now. just going to reject that one. It might be the best thing for the organization, big picture, but it's not good for what we're doing here.
0: Tampa Bay's on the phone. Ah. Tampa Bay is offering 32 and 64.
2: 32 is about where I want to fall.
0: Right. 424 and 253. Oh, I'll take that. Let's see if we can re- uh, sweeten that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, let's get their 5th next year. Yeah, let's uh, how about you give us a 5th next year and we'll throw a 7th toward to you.
2: I'm in mean, for that.
0: That was declined. Ooh. Right. Well. Hmm. Curious. Okay. We'll counter again here. How about if they give, give us a little something this year? So how about pick 137? Okay. Which is their 4th round pick and we'll throw in a uh we'll throw you a, a fourth uh one of our 6th round picks. We got a couple there.
2: Okay. so we could throw them a six next year or a fifth next year so we're, th-
0: we're g- we would be giving them 24 217 and 253 for 32 64 and 137 that's fine that was declined well want yeah, so
2: going take the, the just to, we're just we're just going accept the offer i like moving because I like to be in
0: 32 is a nice
2: spot right I'm gonna have a hard time moving off that spot
0: yeah Green Bay's on the phone they want to offer us 62 their second round pick in 2022 and their third in 2022. For the 30-second pick. Probably
2: fair, but no. no. I don't want my first pick to be the mid to late second round. Yeah, that, doesn't, that doesn't do
0: us any good. Um, so I'm going to reject that one. And the Raiders are on the phone. The Raiders are offering pick 48, their 2022 second-round draft pick, and their 2022 fifth-round draft pick for 32. Again, I don't think so. That doesn't. San Francisco is on the phone. San Francisco's offering pick 43, and it's 2022 second round draft pick. Okay. For picks 32 and 141. Can
2: you tell me what's available for us at 32? I can. I know it takes a second with this. Cycle. Okay.
0: Uh, so right now available are uh, Trevor Moring, Kadarius Toney, Mac Jones, Zavin Collins, Wyatt Davis, Pat Fryermuth, Jason Oa, Levi Owens Rike, Jalen Phillips, Alex Leatherwood, Baron Browning, Richie Grant. So I didn't hear um, any running backs. No running backs here. The running backs available. Javante Williams is the only guy still available. I
2: think we just have to take him then.
0: Yeah. Uh, the offensive tackles. Uh, it's Leatherwood, Eichenberg, Braddon, Spencer, Brown, Walker, Little. So those have been th- yeah, those two positions been have been hard, picked. Yeah. have been <clears throat> picked over a little bit.
2: It makes me think, say we got to make a move now. We yeah, gotta, gotta, gotta I think we just I think we just Williams. make the pick. Yeah,
0: Javante Williams is the pick.
2: We're fine with that. We, took, we got a little extra something and still got a guy we can very much covet.
0: The Rams are now on the phone. We're down to pick 55, our second round okay. pick. The Rams are offering pick 57 and their 2022 third-round draft pick for picks 55 and 128. I don't
2: like that at all. No, yeah. I don't like that at all. I love moving down two spots and picking up something. But but we're
0: not really picking up anything. Yeah, Which we're trading a second-round pick this year.
2: For probably a late third next year. Yeah. Nah. That, that, no, no, but doesn't no. do anything for me.
0: Okay, so we're back up. Uh, I the, the, the tackles. Well, a couple of the tackles are gone. Um, what's left is Eichenberg, Spencer Ooh. Brown, Walker Little, Jackson Carmen. Uh, I think
2: you jump on Eichenberg at that point. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you took um, Eichenberg at thirty-two, I wouldn't have a problem with it.
0: The interior guys, Creed Humphrey, Landon Dickerson, they haven't been touched.
2: Wow, that's fortunate. And it might be – but I think that's more fortunate for the next pick. And we've got more picks coming up. We've got Tampa's yeah. second coming up here. At 64. So Yeah, that
0: might work out very well. Yes. Yeah, so, okay, we take Eichenberg. Out. Yes. And we've got 64. The Saints are on the phone. They're offering 98, their 2022 third-round draft pick, their 2022 fourth-round draft pick hmm. for 64 and 244.
2: It's not terrible, but I bet not there's enough something to, I'm going to want right now.
0: Yeah, there's not enough to make me want to move back. right. 24, 34 picks. No, I hear you there. Uh, the Texans are on the phone again as well. They're offering pick 67 and a 2022 seventh-round draft pick for pick 64. Man, no yeah. Man. Yeah. The Texans 7th Seventh-round draft picks. Right.
2: For the no. fifth, maybe.
0: Okay. So, it's 64. Landon Dickerson still available. I probably going <laughs> to run that one up, yeah. Uh, let's just take a look at the linebackers here. Yeah, just curious. We, we
2: are picking again sort of soon.
0: Uh, Pete Werner. Nice. Jabril Cox. Nice. Cameron McGrow, Monty Rice. So there's a couple guys there yeah, that, yeah, that, that you'd look at. Uh, defensive tackles, Tyler Shelvin, uh, Marlon Tuapoloutu, Tua Bobby Brown. Cornerbacks, Elijah Molden. Hmm. Eric Molden's Sto- a good player. Yeah, Eric Stokes out of Georgia. DJ Daniel out of Georgia. Stokes,
2: probably he ran like a 4-0 flat or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah,
0: he ran really fast. Daniel's a nice uh, slot corner projection. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: See, I like adding Dickerson and one of those names you just mentioned in the last, you know, we'll be there for the next pick then. Hopefully,
0: hopefully the linebacker because right? I think you can. Yeah, but
2: if Molden was there, I'd have a nice, right. yeah, yeah. A nice pick up too. All right. Let's it's... take Dickerson, though. I mean, if you get those three guys with your first You've just picks, upgraded your run game. you just accomplished your goal. Yeah. Right.
0: All right, Dickerson's a pick. And we're back up at 87. Rams are offering pick 140 in their 2022 third-round draft pick for 87. Eh. Nah. not interested the Carolina Panthers want to give us pick one thirteen, pick one fifty two, and their 2022 4th round draft pick for eighty
2: seven and two forty four. It's fair. I mean, I guess who's. There. I mean, it comes back to the question of who's there. I mean, if Jabril Cox is sitting there or something like that. Yeah, really that makes him. it awfully you know difficult. I mean? Yeah, let's let's take a Some look of these guys here. Guys that were there a minute ago. Let's see
0: the defensive players available. You got. At linebacker, well the linebackers have been picked over. Neither. Cameron McGrone, Monty Rice are the top guys available. Yeah, okay. and At cornerback doesn't sound so bad. DJ Daniel is there. Uh, Kelvin Joseph, Keith Taylor. Okay.
2: Trading back still doesn't none of those make me not want to trade back.
0: Uh the edge is still available. Joe Tryon. Hmm. Uh Hamilcar Rashid, Rashid Um
2: Tryon, I think, is the best name you've mentioned yet.
0: Yeah. Um, defensive tackle Shelvin is still available. If, be a nice if you go that with that direction, you right. Yeah.
2: I mean it's an old school throwback stealer, nose tackle pick, but he's got a lot of ability. You're talking too.
0: about the you know, your fourth pick in the draft.
2: Yeah, right, right. I mean put him at ten snaps and that's intriguing.
0: Let's just take a look wide receiver. Dwayne like Dwayne Eskridge still available. Nice. Uh Dimitric Felton, Elijah Moore still available. Wow. I like Elijah Moore. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Diami Brown, uh, Marset from Iowa, uh, Marquez Stevenson from uh, Houston, Nico Collins. Tight end, you're looking at uh, Kenny Yeboah and Tommy Tremble as the top guys available.
2: Okay. Elijah Moore stands out to me as the best player available.
0: I think so as well. And he'd be a
2: really good stealer. Slot guy, keep that pipeline moving along.
0: I think that's got to be the pick. I think
2: that's got to be the pick, yeah. yeah.
0: And the pick- is really Elijah Moore. Nice. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Right, I
2: mean, four guys you'd love to have.
0: And we're back up at 128, and so let's Probably go back.
2: Concentrate and... on defense here, but
0: okay. Now the linebackers are really picked over. You're looking at Tony Fields, uh, Charles Snowden, who really doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, amen. Ogambojimamimagingangunga. <laughs> I have. I'm sorry if, if you're a amen. If you're an Oklahoma State fan and you actually know how to pronounce that one, good for you. I right. cannot. Even if I heard it, I don't know that I'd be able to pronounce it.
2: But you keep Vince Williams around and be okay at yeah. linebacker. You, uh, you,
0: you got Garrett Wallow still available. Jamin yeah. Davis still available.
2: He shouldn't be though.
0: Well, they've got him rated a little bit lower.
2: Yeah. Right? I mean, I would take him, but I think that's a little cheating. Well, and we're playing by the parameters they are dealt. The way we here. I think you got to take him. I think you got to take him. Yeah. I mean, a long, athletic quarterback that or, or linebacker that makes some sense.
0: Uh, We're back up at 141. Let's take a look at that cornerback position again here. You got Robert Rochelle out of Central Arkansas, Paulson Odebo out of Stanford. Ooh, I like that. Benjamin St. Just out of uh, Minnesota. I like that too. Cameron Bynum uh, out of Cal, DeMamador Lenore out of Oregon, Kerry Mm. Vincent out of LSU, uh, Trey Brown out of Oklahoma.
2: There's four names there I like, and all of them are value to me. I mean, you could take the outside guy, you could take Brown. You take the projects. I mean, any of those are intriguing to me. Curious about defensive tackle types, though.
0: Let's take a look. You got Jalen Twyman at a Pitt, Marvin Wilson out of Florida State, Darius Stills. kind of
2: intrigues me. If you could light a fire under him,
0: yeah. Uh, Jordan learned, Scott
2: Learn some good habits from Cam.
0: Yeah, yeah, let him kick him in the butt a few times. Right, right. Uh, Darius Sills out of West Virginia, Jordan Scott out of Oregon, Le'Bron Ray out of Alabama. The Edge is still available. Chauncey Golston, Dalen Hayes, Shaka Tony, hmm. uh William Bradley King. See, this is the thing that gets me. Ab- Jason O is getting all the publicity. Yeah. With no production. Shaka Toney had the production. He's a better
2: player in college. Right? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: But he falls to the fourth round here. You're
2: right. Like, it's that's not as pretty and doesn't run as well and all that. Yeah, I mean, I hear you.
0: A little undersized, but still. Yeah, he's yeah. Productive.
2: He would be a good stealer, too. Yeah. Um, I think we got to take one of those corners.
0: Which one do you like the best?
2: I was about to ask you that because there's four of them that I can make a case for. We take trade brown a lot. Um
0: I like Vincent if you're going to if we're going to mm-hmm. if we look it depends on what we're looking for here.
2: I like the Stanford outside guy to be yeah. a potential successor.
0: Here's the thing. I, I think Vincent and Brown can both play outside if you need them to.
2: I think, but they're, but they're going to be undersized. Yeah, yeah. They're 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 going to be,
0: gonna be in, you know, they're going to be matchup issues in certain situations. We don't have
2: this luxury, but I wish would. Is Sutton on board or not? That's the that that's would the, be question. the determining yeah. factor here.
0: Um, we have let's to say es- he is. I okay. was gonna I was gonna say he isn't because okay. right as we're, we're sitting here right now, in a week from now, he's he's gonna be a free agent. People
2: are gonna be giving him a lot of money. Yeah. All right. Let's take the the help you now slot type.
0: Which one do you like? Because
2: Sutton could go outside too, if need be. Yeah.
0: You like Vincent or Brown?
2: We always take Brown, so let's take Vincent. Okay. Yeah, that's no knock on Brown, obviously.
0: And now we got a little bit of a wait here. And this we're in the gap, round six. Huh? This is our gap.
2: But, boy, our first five were great. Solid. Yeah. We're back up
0: at 217. Um, We could double down at cornerback. Darren Hall is there. Elijah Griffin. Brian Mills. Sean Jolly. Shamar John Charles out of uh, yeah. Appalachian State. And Sean Wright out of Oregon State.
2: I've heard good things about the App State kid. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I have too. Uh, linebacker. Riley Cole, Errol Thompson, Patty Fisher, KJ Bright. We took our guy there.
2: Yeah, oh, we already got. One. Yeah.
0: We still haven't taken an edge.
2: Haven't taken an edge. Haven't taken. Haven't a, taken a tackle. defensive tackle.
0: We haven't taken a tight end. Yeah,
2: I know this this neighborhood's we bad. We could for take tight another. Ends,
0: but... I mean, just Ben Mason out of Michigan is still there. Okay. It's running back. Uh, yeah, Chris Evans out of Michigan. It's kind yeah. of an Intriguing guy. Garrett Dokes, Puka Williams, Master Teague. Some guys there. Wide receiver, you're still looking at uh, Des Fitzpatrick, Brendan Eagles out of Texas, Jalen Camp, uh, Trey Walker out of San Jose State. Um, There's
2: some good guys, but we got a, a nice, stable young receiver. Yeah.
0: So where are we looking at? At the safety position, Paris Ford. Oh. Trey Norwood.
2: Ford's got a corner background, too. I mean, he's more than just a deep safety. Ford would be a nice addition. He might be a guy, though, that needs to get out of Pittsburgh. Maybe. I don't, I don't know him well enough to yeah. say that. But I don't know. They will know a lot yeah, about him. They'll know a sure. lot they'll know
0: all about him. Uh but yeah, talented player.
2: Yeah. I mean I think he could play some slot maybe. Maybe. Um I'm interested. Uh
0: at the edge you got Chris Rumpf, Jonathan Cooper, Malik Herring, Wyatt Hubert, Teron Jackson, uh Isaiah Loudermilk, Patrick Johnson At of Tulane, we've taken him quite taken a bit. We've taken him
2: quite a few times. I'm uh, a Patrick Rumph fan. I know he's little. Chris Rumpf. Chris Rumpf, the second. Yeah. (laughs) His dad was a defensive line coach. He is a defensive line coach. He's a good player. He's just light.
0: Yeah. They tried that a couple years ago, though, with the the kid out of uh, southern Illinois. He doesn't seem to fit this system. Yeah, it's it's tough to find a spot for those guys to play.
2: Can he drop in the coverage and those things, too? I mean, I know the negatives. I just like his tape.
0: Uh, Defensive tackle, we got LeBron Ray, Mustafa Johnson, take one Graham, Chris Johnson, Okay. Lorenzo Neal to Daryl Stanton. you going to
2: take Ford
0: for the safety? Pick? We could. we got two more picks still coming here. Yeah. Another guy that's kind of interesting, I looked at him over the weekend, too, is Quentin Bohanna out of Kentucky. He's another one of these 6'5", 364 pounders. Oh, he's a monster in the yeah. middle. <laughs> I,
2: do you think they want one of them? I mean, we've had this conversation 10 times, but... I don't know if they want that guy or not.
0: Well, if you if you want them, this is the place to this take them. This is where you get them, yeah.
2: And and they can they, they do something for you, yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's kind of the McCullers argument, but
0: uh, if you get a guy that's better, labor. you get a guy that's better than McCullers. You've it's, it's worth it, yeah. As long as that's still McCullers good. hung around for six years,
2: yeah. I mean, <laughs> they play a five man front a fair amount, yeah. And if that guy can push that tackle or center back a little bit and get in the way, I think there's value in that. I'm fine with that pick here. Um... That's the neighborhood you take that guy though. You're right. Yeah, right. There'll be a couple of yeah. them there.
0: Um, Ford maybe maybe the best. Uh, I
2: think he's the best prospect of the. He's the best value. Yeah. 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 You'd have to figure out ways to use. You know, and I think he's a lot different than um, last year's safety pick, Maryland kid.
0: Yeah, he's more. He's, yeah, he's more he's rangy, smaller, and
2: faster, yeah. and you know, more more cover oriented. than Brooks. Um. He's kind of like the bonus prize because you get an extra pick. You didn't plan on taking a safety, but he's the best guy on the board, so you grab him. Eh, that would be my direction. Let's, let's do it. Yeah.
0: All right. Because we got picked 225 right here.
2: And he obviously he's going to help on special teams.
0: Okay. Uh, all the defensive guys we just talked about are still available.
2: You want to take a big monster in the middle?
0: you like uh, Chris Tonga out of BYU or – Why don't we
2: take your guy you were just talking about, the Kentucky dude? I've got to
0: find him here. Did, you, right. did he get picked? Oh, Quentin Bohanna. No, he's still there. I'm
2: cool with Why that. Why not? Quentin Bohannon. Yeah. He's a monster, though? He's a monster. Yeah, yeah he's okay. massive.
0: And now we're back up again at 244. And here we can go pretty much. I would
2: just take best guy on the board, maybe, even yeah. if it's a running back. Well, after. we
0: didn't. We still haven't taken an edge. I know. You get Wyatt Hubert. Okay. Teron Jackson. Isaiah Loudermilk. Patrick Johnson. Jaquan Bailey. Ernest Brown, the third, Fourth. Fourth. I don't want to short the Ernest Brown the We third. take Johnson
2: a lot. I mean, he's a good player.
0: Yeah. Um And we always end up getting him here because this is where he's. Yeah. Now, there's some other. I've noticed on some other rankings, they have him higher.
2: Right, right, right. He's he's the exact opposite of Oa. He's a productive guy. He's been right? very productive he's, in right. college. And, and coaches and, will like him. Yeah. If he's a Chicolo for his career, it's he's, worth it. He
0: kind of reminds me, watching him a little bit, of Alex Highsmith to a degree where, okay, this guy's putting up good numbers against Not less, competition, lesser competition, right, right. but he's putting up good numbers. But
2: he's up, there's an art to that, and we've had that conversation a lot too, that he puts quarterbacks on the ground. Yeah. I'm fine with
0: it. Eh, what the heck. Patrick I mean, Johnson's the pick again.
2: A guy like that, to be worth it, or to be a, a hit for you, if he's your third outside linebacker for, for the four next years, four years,
0: you're fine. that's great. Helps you on special teams. Right, right, right. Yeah. Maybe gets five starts over four years.
2: Yeah, right. It ends up with three sacks over, you know, here and there. You know, I mean, it, it, that's important because he's cheap.
0: So our picks were at thirty-two, Javante Williams. Nice, fifty-five, Liam Eichenberg. That's great. Sixty-four, Landon Dickerson. Cool. I mean, yeah, that's that's three premium picks there. Three we Three premium by picks back.
2: at the exact right positions. They're all physical. They're all high upside and help now. Yeah.
0: Then we picked up Elijah Moore at 87.
2: I think he's kind of like a bonus prize. Oh, like, without a yeah, doubt. Right.
0: Uh, at 128, we got Jamin Davis. And
2: that's a little bit of a cheat for me, but that's fair enough. That's the it, way could it, 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 happened. it could happen. It could happen. At 141, we took... But he uh, nice next to Bush, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We took uh, Kerry Vincent, Jr. out of uh, LSU, the cornerback.
2: Okay. Don't want to ignore the corner position.
0: 217, we took uh, Paris Ford out of uh, Pitt.
2: Another one with a little bonus prize.
0: Yeah, and we got uh, – uh, I hate this thing.
2: Then we took the big nose, I think.
0: Then we took the big nose out of uh, Kentucky.
2: Um, I forget his name off the I top of my head. Yeah. But we ended up with nose and then Johnson off the edge. And then
0: Patrick Johnson again.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's some familiar names, but I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I, I think the positions in that neighborhood make a lot of sense for the style of player they'll be after. The immediate, It goes back to that immediate conversation of – helping now versus tomorrow, if you can get a you know a third outside linebacker in the mix that's also helping on special teams or a linebacker that can play next to Bush 30% of the snaps, 40% of the snaps with higher upside for next year, uh, that, that makes a lot of sense to me of how this team is being built. You
0: almost need to do that because – and here's why. Um, Ola Denny is a restrictive free agent. Yeah. So to bring him back, you have to pick up his option –
2: He's not dirt cheap anymore.
0: Yeah, now he costs you two point nine million dollars. Yeah, I don't know if he's worth that. So can you find a maybe you don't pick screen? up his 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 option? You say, hey, we'd love to have you back, mm-hmm. but we can't we can't pay you that.
2: I don't think you can give him two point nine million.
0: No, right. So and then makes but, that hole there. But if later. he leaves, now you get a hole for your third. You know, without he, question, he, he's not great, but he at least you know what he is. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, can you pick up the eight year veteran for Probably. two million or something? Yeah. too, that's been around the block. I, probably.
0: I just like, I I think this year more than ever you're going to see a lot of guys signing bargain one-year type one year deals, deals yeah, hoping yeah. that okay I'm gonna I'm gonna play I want to play this year I want to accrue that year,
2: mm-hmm. put some tape out there. Did but hurt my nobody's
0: signing me for you know I, a I don't want to sign a two or three year deal. No. Because this year the the, the payouts aren't going to be as big this year. We I just sign that deal a year. For yeah. Now. We just saw Ben Roethlisberger take a five million dollar pay cut. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean that's kind of telling. Yeah, I really expect this free agency period to be no middle class at all. Yeah. I and mean, I, I think Hunter Henry and Alan Robinson are going to make money. The stars are going to get paid, and that's fine. They do every year. So you know, teams will bid for them that have money. That middle class middle is going to be. Are you willing to
0: play for one year? The, the or minimum.
2: Min, yeah, right. And I think most te- players will, against their their will to some degree, will say yes. But they'll look at it like, let me get in a good situation for a year where my stock doesn't fall during that right. year and next year I'll sign a 2 or 3 year the job's a job. Job's a job and they yeah. say to pick up another year. Times are tough.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. again, do you do you want to play or don't you want to play? that's mm-hmm. your, and the, the thing is with with NFL players, if you if you don't play, oh, you, you may never get back in again. Yeah, you mean you're, you're That train keeps away. moving.
2: Yeah, I wonder if some of the opt out guys is the old team going to be super excited to wish you back? Like, haven't seen you in a year. It's a long time. And yeah. You're 29 years old. And, you know, what kind of shape are you in? And,
0: and meanwhile, while you guys. weren't playing last year, we found this guy that did.
2: We had a guy that we, we put somebody <laughs> at the nose all year, your guard or whatever. Yeah. You know, right. No, it's going to be an odd year. And um, it could help to the, to the Steelers' advantage. You pick up that edge guy. I think it's definitely going to be a
0: buyer's market.
2: Yeah, without question. Yeah. I mean, you could get that. Veteran tight end, veteran third outside linebacker type of guy, to you know, a month into free agency, who's still looming. You know, sign a one year deal for league minimum. We'll play you some. Yeah, you know, we'll help you yeah. the best we can. You play
0: some, maybe you play some special teams. Sure, mm-hmm. you can still do that. Yeah, right, um, right. You have a good yeah.
2: track record in this league. You're a high quality guy that's had success. You know, hey, that's great.
0: Yeah. So. We'll see. Those two positions stand out for me for that. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, you know, even a center position, I mean. Maybe, yeah. You know, that's, that's one where it doesn't, they don't typically break the bank as it is, and then all of a sudden you've got 10 of them on the market. And right. Seven of them need, you know, seven teams need on. spots. Yeah. Right, right, right. All of a sudden now it's musical chairs. Who wants, hey, you you dangle the money out there and say, who wants this?
2: Yeah, here's three of you that we like the best. Here's the same contract for all of you. Whoever yeah. signs first is our guy and might be the day one starter. You're going to be,
0: the, you'll probably be the starter this year, mm-hmm. and then we can talk next year.
2: And even the, the number two tight end, if you can block, you're gonna play you're 500 a snaps. Guy. You're gonna play 500 snaps, right. and you're much different than Ebron or, you know, TJ Walk doesn't play every snap, and you're breaking another guy. I mean, third outside linebacker. That's Clay Matthews is a bad example because he might be done, but right. that type of guy, you know, someone's been around the league for a while. I mean, uh, that, that'd be fine.
0: Yeah, it's just a matter of uh, finding those guys mm-hmm. and being patient. I think being he, patient, patience sure. is going to be a virtue this year because. And It'd
2: st- be nice to have them done before the draft.
0: Yeah, that that will happen. You'll yeah, get them done happen. before the draft, but
2: but right before the draft is fine. Yeah, you know, it has to be. Two I mean, weeks it,
0: in. It, it, we've seen this year after year. The Steelers could be two weeks into the free agency and not have signed anybody, and fans That's will be going fine. nuts because everybody else is signing all people. These big names falling left. And, and right. then all of a sudden, you get two two nice bargains.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this year we're going to see that across the league, and the smart teams will get them really good bargains.
0: Yeah, I wonder how many teams are going to sign guys and then release somebody. Mm-hmm. because, of, oh, we had well we had to make room for this guy, so we had
2: to... I mean, you look at the free agent list, they're deep already, and they're going to already be added to... I mean, if guys you could live with that would help the Steelers. Yeah. There's a lot NFL of... Player. of players. They're gonna be, yeah, a, NFL players. Yeah, NFL players. There will
0: be 150 NFL players not playing NFL football in the, come September next probably, year. Probably.
2: Probably. Waiting for an injury or you yeah. know, a draft pick that doesn't work out to get a call. And Yeah. Unfortunately, it's always that way, but it'll be more this year than usual.
0: Yeah, it's, I think it's going to be a big number, but... Yep. Uh, Should be an interesting offseason. A week from today is the the legal tampering period starts.
2: Yeah, things are happening pretty quick here. It it, it starts
0: to uh, heat up here pretty quickly, but uh, that's going to do it for our show today. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, uh, for Jacob Brecht here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.